money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. This is the show where Reb and I talk money. My name is Dave Van Off, and we talk about the hard issues around money. Reb's smiling at me. For those of you who haven't heard the show, <laughs> Reb is my wife, and uh, we just have a great time talking about money all the time. You should be in our house. How often we talk about money in scripture. I think our kids are pretty sick of it. Actually, Re- really, we're you know we're sitting around the kitchen table yeah, now. Right, We've yeah. got our coffees on. No, we're not. We're in the studio. But that's uh, you know that's the way it kind of rolls in our house is, is as as we sit around the table and talk talk money. Yeah, and then we come on the air and talk about. We're like we should talk about that on the show. So yeah, you get what's what we talk about first at home usually, and here and we with are. Ray because Ray's with us today. <laughs> yes, Ray our Borg very from regular guest, Compass Canada. Welcome, Ray. Thank you again. <laughs> Good to uh, be with you. Again, if if you haven't caught the the archive shows, you can catch them on chri.ca. You can download them uh, off morethanenough.ca, and if you have iTunes, you can get it right into your podcast. Uh, just search "Let's Talk Money" with Dave and Reb, and you'll find that as well. So there you go. So and I'll- Ray's on once a month, it's usually the third of the. The month, third Friday. So, you know, if you really want to listen to Ray, go find those shows. We're going to talk a little bit, uh, give Ray at the end a little bit of a a promo spot to talk about what Compass is. Because often when we are talking about money, Ray brings in the, the, the Compass perspective in the sense that Compass is a, is a, a small group Bible study that helps people navigate to their finances in fact that's that's one of the the names of the mm-hmm. book so anyways we'll we'll get to that at the end right if but there's welcome. time yeah well, you know time. we have a lot to say today <laughs> and you're doing the scripture i'm not doing it today I'm you doing guys the scripture. you and ray yeah you can you can handle that so so the 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 big theme though we're 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 at the end of february you know you've made it through christmas and, and all of those things uh, i always like to think that this is a bit of a uh, a low recovery time in, in finances when we, we talk about that, or at least we hope it because March hits and then March break and we're thinking about, okay, what's, how are we going to do something at March break and all of those things affect our finances. So today we're throwing in this theme of worry. Is anybody worried, ever worried about money. My hand is high up in the air here in the studio. Yes, I've worried. So don't tune out, please. Uh, even though I've said we're going to talk about or we, this is a, really an exciting show because there is, in a sense, an antidote to worry. And, there certainly uh, is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what we want to talk about today. Yes. We don't want to talk about the worry. We want to talk about the antidote right. to worry. So what do you've got for scripture? Because you have some. Well, the reason I get to share part of the scripture is because this is Your probably favorite. my favorite chapter when we're talking about money. I mean, I like other chapters of scripture, but Matthew chapter six is one of my favorite chapters because it, I love it that Christ addresses 
the money issue head on. And he talks about worry head on. And he's just like, it's like he's just banging away at all these things that, uh, that resonate with me. I don't know if they resonate with you guys, but they resonate with mm -hmm. me. Yeah, so, certainly. so let me read Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. We're going to read down to 34. And uh, really, it starts with, no one can serve two masters. Either you'll hate one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't serve God and money. Then he goes on to say, therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat and what you'll drink, uh, or about your body or what you'll wear. Is not life more than food? And I'm going to pause there because that is such a great question stuck in the middle of that. I mean, we get caught up in all of that stuff, and Christ is just nailing that one. He says, isn't life more than, than what you're eating and what you And we get caught up in the, what am I going to look like, you know, I mean. <laughs> I didn't put the makeup on this morning, but anyways, uh, this is why we're on the radio and not TV. So, <laughs> is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in bar barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin. And yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So don't worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. There is so much in those verses. <laughs> but what are you going to say? Well. Don't worry. Yeah. Here's the theme, right? <laughs> I mean, Christ, uh, in his grace, just tackles the don't worry thing from all these different perspectives, right? All the, the practical things. And, and again, I always find it fascinating to think that the worries that we have today are not unique. They were the same worries that people mm -hmm. had well, in yeah. Christ's time. They were mm -hmm. the same worries that people had throughout history. So... You know, maybe we can take a little bit of comfort in knowing that Christ is addressing these things in the context of, hey, they're the same things we worry about today they were worrying about back then. And, and Christ saw that and lived that, right? Mm -hmm. Again, we can look at all, all, all the other. So what do, Reb, what do you do when you get worried? How do you respond well, I, in, we in were, the we natural, okay, let, let me frame it. In, in, in the, the natural, natural how I know do you we're going to get to what we do, but I, I want to, I want to ask Ray about the verse that was on his mind because it ties directly to me into the worry mm. of that you're talking about. So, he, but you had another scripture that came to your mind today. Yes, about that it, in my devotions this morning, and as I was driving here, this came to mind again. It's from Mark four thirty five through forty one. It says, on that day when evening had come, he told them, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. 
So they left the crowd and took him along since he was already in the boat, and other boats were with him. A fierce windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking over the boat, so the boat was already being swamped. So what was Jesus doing? He was sleeping on a cushion. So they woke him up and said, "'Teacher, don't you care that we're going to die?' So he got up and rebuked the wind and said, "'Silence, be still.' The wind ceased, and there was a great calm." Then he said to them, Why are you fearful? Do you still have no faith? And they were terrified and asked one another, Who then is this? Even the wind and the sea obey him. Mm. So it just made me think about um, these were fishermen. Mm -hmm. They were not naive namby-pambies. These were guys who were well-seasoned and would have understood the conditions of the lake. And yet they're watching the waves come up over the boat and they're being swamped. They would have known realistically that was what that looked like. And yet they they waited and then said, Jesus, don't you care we're dying? Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes we move into that worry point and forget that Jesus is in the boat with us, so to speak. Um, and uh, It's a bit of an irrational thought, right? Here they are. I mean, Christ yeah. has been I'm, – I'm not sure from here, but this is early on in Christ's ministry mm -hmm. in terms of the timing. And, you know, Christ is pretty confident that he's not going to die he's on asleep. a boat, right? Yes. No, <laughs> like, he's not worried. I mean, how, how much peace must you be in to be asleep in, like – I, for one, get motion sickness, so I would not be enjoying... Oh, I don't know if it was peace or just exhaustion. <laughs> well, maybe both. Yeah. But still, it, I... Yeah, I when I hear that story and I think of of the waves and it, they had to be fairly significant for fishermen mm -hmm. to be worried about it. Yes. But when you read that, I was thinking, how how are we not overwhelmed with our finances that way? And I mean, Dave and I are going through our own season where we, the Lord's like, are you going to trust me in this? Are you, you know, and the word mm -hmm. that we've, that the last 10 days, even that phrase in the midst, God is in the midst mm -hmm. with us. He hasn't left us. It's his promise. He is in the midst with us, mm -hmm. but yet you forget and you get overwhelmed. And I guess it goes back to the question you asked, what do I do in the natural? Well, I, there are things like I, I can probably, you know, either I can fight with you or I can run, you know, or escape, you know, like take me to the movies or give me my books so I don't have to deal with our financial stuff. You right. know, like I just. So that's your, you know, that's uh, like, your default in a yeah, sense. Like, when you get stressed or worried, you kind of. Like give me my books I'm or I'm going to go to bed or I don't want to talk about it or. You know, I just not even doing your finances, <laughs> not even budgeting, just <laughs> letting it spin on its own. Mm -hmm. I think right. that's a pretty common response. In fact, you know, it's interesting, and I'm going to call you out because that's more me than you. Yeah, it's I know. When when we're stressed out, when we're worried about finances, you're the one who's like, okay. Let's put I, the hammer down. Let's figure this out. I actually you know. am more the problem solver in that sense. Like when we're when we're really worried, when we're really stressed about it, he's the guy that's not talking. You're right, and you're if you're watching a lot of Netflix with the kids or or reading a lot of novels, I'm like, okay, then he's avoiding something. And I am more like, okay, problem solve. How are we going to do this? And I'm trying to figure it out. And over and over in my head, I'm trying to come up with a solution. How are we going to resolve the problem? But it's all on my own. I'm not. Right. And, and that plays out even in the small things where, you know, okay, well, I want, I want to buy this. Uh, and I won't, I won't, I don't have an example. But when there's something that you want to buy, you try and figure it out. 
me, I just go buy it. Right. You know, like I'll just, okay, we're going into debt or whatever. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, I just want to, or for me, I go the other way and I just say, well, okay, I'm never going to, you know, I kind of swing the opposite and yeah, say, yeah, we'll yeah. never have this. Well, you know, like yeah. the, the, the sky is falling and, and my <laughs> house that. is on he, fire. Do you do and, act like you don't do it, but you're admitting that this is really like, do you feel like the therapy? This is really good. Your kids are going to be so it's excited. You've, you've admitted this on air. Yes. You are like, the sky is falling. Like it, you know, we're never, we're never going to get, you know, but these are, I don't know. What do you do? What do you, what do you find you do when you're like, if you get a financial worry, what would you do? Well, I, I start to go over. So how can I make this work and pull in tight and frugal? And in the past, I just would have forget it just go and spend and do whatever i wanted that kind of stuff but that's that season has shifted and now it's like okay we just bent batten down the hatches, hatches and we we're going to go through the process and we'll just get tight where we need to but uh, I, you know I, it just spoke to me again silence be still sometimes lord what is your word in the midst of mm-hmm. the the hard times right um yeah, but how- and, and and not it's not. I mean, on the surface, it looks great to be frugal. Yes, right. But then you can get so frugal that really you're. It might be the principles that we're going to, but we could be avoiding conversation with God. That's right, completely. Okay. And I think that's where we're going. And and I think that's what Matthew. You know, with us what. Christ was talking about in the passages we read in Matthew, and and that's what he's doing in the passage here in Mark. Is is in Matthew, he's he's basically doing the teaching and saying, you know, don't worry, your father loves you. He knows what you need. He, you know, just have some faith. And actually, in in Mark, in the passage that you read, Ray, he's chastising them and saying, have a little faith, and then yeah. he. Sh- essentially shows them what that looks like right in that situation right and, right. and that's but the i think there's an expectation we have if we're, i think we don't go to the lord because we have an expectation and he's not pulling through mm-hmm. right. so we think this is our need we've asked him we spent the 2.5 minutes making the request with our kids on our knees at night or maybe by ourselves, or we have a cry of the heart out, you know, as John Aldrich says, you know, our heart cries out like David did, which is all great, but we do it once. We don't see an answer and we're like, okay, we tried that. That's not working. Now and, let's go to work. And now let's go to work, mm-hmm. you know, in, in my nature. Or in let's flesh. just, you know what? I'm just going to blow it. Who cares? You know, the earth's going to come to the end one day. I'm going to die. My kids can take the debt. Like, I, I know I'm exaggerating, but sometimes I think those are the thoughts that go through our head. And we just aren't, are, and, and God is calling us always to come to him with our burdens mm-hmm. and to be in relationship. We forget, and David and I, this whole past six months, it seems, or eight months, has been about finding his heart again, not mm-hmm. just going after him for a provision, mm-hmm. not just saying, I, kn- I mean, if God knows our need, now, we read this, we, we've been looking at the Psalms, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, we won't be in want, but David says, we still have needs. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you and I have been talking about mm-hmm. that. We mm-hmm. still have needs. Mm-hmm. We still mm-hmm. have, you know, we've made mistakes in the past. We have debt. We haven't made mistakes in the past, and we still have debt. Mm-hmm. 
so what do we do? What what do we do instead of fighting, flying, escaping, getting our nose to the grind and working hard to try and what do we do? Well, and I think, again, if I can go back to the Matthew verse, you know, he says, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness. And in, in, in the Mark verses, that's actually what the disciples do. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and we, we find ourselves in this position all the time. We work at it. We work at it. We do everything within our power to do it. And then we go and pray about it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, we've had this discussion many times between Reb and I. How can we wait till... You know, the, we, we've exhausted all of our <laughs> resources and, you know, we're, we're tired out, we're stressed out. We're, okay, well, I guess, I guess we should finally pray about it, right? Like, I guess we better bring this to God. Cause, and it's like, well, couldn't we avoid some of that stuff if we just prayed about it first? And actually went, okay, Lord, what do you say? Maybe Ray's better at that. He's like a praying guy. You know what? As I heard you talking, Rebecca, I thought, you know, the disciples came to Jesus and said, you know what? We don't know how to pray. And what does he say? Ask for our daily bread. Mm-hmm. He didn't say for tomorrow. He said for today. And well, so and it, it goes, just made me think about and that. And then it yes. goes back to the verses that I Dave know. read. What is that last one? That Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow, we'll have enough yeah. trouble of its own. And that mm-hmm. goes back to seeking what you just that's said, right. the daily that's bread. Right. And daily bread. And maybe that's where it's a shift in our focus, I think, right? I think so, but it's hard to keep in that place because our emotions get caught up with us. You know, my wife and I have this joke that, you know, sometimes when things get really dark, what we do is we, t- we, we, we call it, we take out the big black brush yeah. <laughs> and we start painting everything black because <laughs> all the negative self-talk and all kinds of stuff, yeah. poor me, woe is me, and that kind of stuff is like, and then... We both have to hold each other accountable so that we don't go both down there because yeah. then that's not oh, yeah. good. That, no. yeah. Well, yeah, the you sky know, is falling. Hopefully, one of, you, falling. hopefully <laughs> one of you is floating while the other is sinking. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of you is walking on the water. I, yeah, I just, you know, but it, it is a shift in thinking, but it you constantly have to rein your thinking in. And what do you do when you're, you're fatigued and tired? And I was thinking, you know, sometimes... We get in our frazzledness, we like, okay, now we'll pray. But really, he's inviting us in and saying, okay, just come in. Just come into my presence. I know you've got all that need. So if you can practically, those of you who are listening, can you, can we lay aside those things, those stresses? So you write it down if you need to. So you take your journal, you write all, you know, you, the kids are stressing and worried, 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 your bank account, these bills, and you put them on a piece of paper, you fold it and you don't throw it away, but you say, those are our needs. Those are my worries, but I'm going to come into the Lord's presence right now and I'm going to put some worship music on. I'm going to take a scripture verse um, that that is really important uh, to me, and I'm just going to think about those things. I'm going to set aside what I'm worried about so that you get encouraged and strengthened in the Lord's presence. I think I think Matthew that's where is, we have Matthew to start. Matthew 6.24 is, is, is a, like those verses are really mm-hmm. declaring who God is, the truth of who God is in the context of our daily stressors. Uh, you know, don't. Yeah, bring these things, but take encouragement from what Christ is saying here about his father, what he's saying here about if, if you don't have a, you know, a verse that, that 
you know, Reb, I know you love the Psalms and, and, and whatnot, but this is a great, great encouragement verse for laying those things down, writing them out, and then going, oh, okay, this is, this is actually Christ talking. This is God saying this is the way I want it to work here on earth. But then it's praying those, like you can pray these verses back to the Lord, you know, or thank him. Thank you that I don't have to worry about food and clothing. Thank you that even though I don't understand where I'm at, that your word says that you take care of me and you clothe me and you feed me. Show me how that that applies to my life today. Open my eyes and my understanding. If we can come, if we can come just to be with him, because I think we just come in our frazzled straight state. We have these cry of the heart prayers, but we're not then focused. We're not, they were frazzled in the boat. Mm-hmm. They, were. they weren't focused on his presence. They weren't at rest. Mm-hmm. Christ was at rest in the father's will, but they weren't. And, and how do we, like, I don't know, how else do we get there? I, I think that's the very practical thing I do. I have to write it down, all the stresses, and put them aside when I'm that, and put some worship music on that brings me peace, to remind me, to get me in that, that headspace of what matters. My heart matters to the Lord. I'm her, his daughter. But so does, it, so does your stomach. So does yes. your clothes. Yes. So I mean, and and I think this is a little bit, you know, again going back to those verses that, that you read from from Mark Ray, the the practical part. Christ gets up, and he speaks to the to the storm, and it changes. Like it practically changes. And the disciples, that wasn't even in the context of their thinking. Mm-hmm. They just. Right. And so when we come to Jesus, expect with a little bit of faith that you'll come up with an idea that may be a God idea to speak to whatever storm happens to be brewing at you. Maybe there's a, you know, you're writing it out and you're praying and you all of a sudden go, you know what, I should probably make a phone call to that person that I have been prompted to phone four or five times about a job and I just haven't got to it now. And you know what, now I think I need to make that phone call and you make that phone call or whatever the prompting of the Lord is in that to because in the end, the storm stopped. You know, I was thinking of Moses as they're stuck between the the Egyptian army and the Red Sea. And they're all like, we are going to die, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Same story. Yeah. You know? Same story as the Mark story. <laughs> That's what jumped out of me. It was just like the Israelite, and yet they, God had clearly led them out. He had clearly mm-hmm. delivered them from Egypt and they even admitted, so we've been let out of out of Egypt to die here in the desert, right? And it's like So but here's no. my question. What do you do when the water's not parting? Like what do you do when there's no like great deposit like I'm just being that person. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Ray. What do you do? How do you how do we pray over our financial stresses and and really trust that Jesus is in the midst? I mean, we have our I mean, someday we'll tell you all about our own story, but I mean we're going through that in various levels in different parts of our life when you're when you're you have to wait mm-hmm. you do but i think you're got honest with the lord david was in the psalms he he just spoke it the way it was in his wrestling and sometimes we need to kind of get it out there mm-hmm. to kind of relook at it and say okay is now is that really true and mm-hmm. sometimes then by doing that i think that can be therapeutic in itself but then just saying, Lord, I don't know what to say. I don't even know how to pray. But, Lord, mm-hmm. this is my 
situation, situation here. Can you help? And it, but it comes back to just coming to him. So it's coming mm-hmm. to him with our lament mm-hmm. and saying, I don't understand. Cause sometimes in the not understanding, it's okay to not understand. I'm, you know, you all out there may be thinking, what have I done wrong? Maybe you've done nothing wrong, mm-hmm. but. But maybe there are things that, that you do need to repent of. Maybe there are your, there are some heart issues that you're discovering that you love stuff and money. I mean, I'm still on a 10 year journey. I'm still uncovering how, you know, the love of the world threatens my, my relationship with the Lord. And he keeps uncovering things, which is amazing, but it takes repentance. It takes vulnerability and just being honest with mm-hmm. the Lord about those things. But sometimes we don't, you haven't done anything wrong. Sometimes you're just waiting on the Lord for an answer and it's not coming. And how do you keep the faith? Don't, don't not trust. You know, I asked my 92 year old mother, you know, tell me what, what's your wisdom in your marriage and your own family farm? She mm-hmm. says, God is faithful. Yes, there were times when our finances were horrible. Mm-hmm. where we didn't have a crop but overall god is faithful and and that's what i stand on sometimes is his faithfulness and and you know we've been talking about i guess one of the practical antidotes to worry about finances is simply just prayer it's coming into the presence of the lord as you said ray laying it all down sometimes just kind of doing that verbal you know, vomit and, and emotional, just getting it all out there. And then, and I love how David does this in the Psalms, you know, he just gets it out there and then he turns around and he says, and yet, blessed be the name of the Lord, and yet the Lord is faithful, and yet, and yet, and yet. And, and you know, coming to that and allowing God to speak into that and but just saying. I just want to quickly share as I think of this, because sometimes our hope has been, has been praying with other people and sharing our story with other people and the depth of, of, mm-hmm. of where we're at. And with, with having others pray, it just brings encouragement mm-hmm. to your heart at mm-hmm. the same time. And sometimes it breaks through some things that you can't break through on your own. So that's the other mm-hmm. part, coming into the Lord's presence, but doing it with the community that you trust and which is what Compass is about. But I don't even know. Do we have time for Compass material? Sure, Ray. Give us, give us uh, <laughs> where, where Compass is at. Compass so. is, you know, um, a ministry that wants to help people through a small group learning with each other how does what does the bible say about finances how do you manage those things how does god have a different perspective than we do because the world pretty much gives us a whole different perspective but recognizing that there are 2300 verses having to do with mm-hmm. with money i mean that was an eye opener but then mm-hmm. just some of the practicalities compass helps walk through that gives you some practical guides and uh, gives you some insights and learning to journey together with people i think that's the best part mm-hmm. and which goes praying back for to each that. other and praying, praying for each other with each, each other, other. Mm-hmm. It, yes. that brings the encouragement again so yes. so if you want more information about compass it's compass Oh, sorry, give me the web. CompassCanada.org. Compass I'm going to say that. Yeah. CompassCanada.org. Or you can uh, reach well, out to More Than Enough at morethanenough.ca or call the office here at 613-520-4157. And we'll direct you to the Compass material. Yes. So, Reb? All right. We've been that talking was, about prayer. I, I brought the verse. You can pray. <laughs> Father, we come to you and confess that we... 
we are not great with worry when your word so clearly says that we just have to look at the lily of the field and the birds of the air. Mm-hmm. Lord, will you grant us the ability to give, to look to you and to look to the beauty around us and remember that uh, we have what we need in you. And uh, Lord, we we just come to you because we don't even know how to pray sometimes. We just ask that you would help us as your people in these in these days uh, when it's so difficult. Lord, uh, just thank you for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, we'll be what back. A show. I know. Crazy show. If you need to listen to any of the other shows, you can listen to them on morethanenough.ca. Um, you can hear them on chri.ca or again, get them on iTunes at uh, Let's Talk Money with Dave and Rev. Just search that and you'll find it. And then you can join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.